0: I'm Christopher Sabbath, the voice of Vegeta, Piccolo, Yamcha, and a few others on Dragon Ball Z, and the Geek Show is over 9,000!
1: and welcome to the Geek Show on 104.5 CVFM.
2: <sighs> hey, hey. It's
1: been a it's been a tough week this week. It is indeed. How
2: are you, Chris? I'm doing good, my friend. How are you?
1: I'm okay. Um yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, rip-offs because we saw a fantastic DVD for sale in a certain supermarket called Kung Fu Rabbit.
2: <laughs> it sounds awful.
1: It is awful. I got robbed. I read the back of it, and then I got robbed to read the back of it, and just to point out just how much of a rip off it is. Oh dear! It is. Um, It's. It was so bad. It was. uh, It's like those movies that you see every now and then, you know, like Atlantic Rim. Yeah. You know, uh, and movies like that. But we'll talk about talk about those uh, a bit more later on. Uh, first up, uh, Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro, del Toro sorry, are going to be working together on the new Silent Hill game called Silent Hills. Yeah. Um, there's a mysterious demo for PT. released on, It was released on PSN on the 13th uh, of August uh, during Sony's Gamescom conference, and it's emerged as a hidden interactive trailer for a new Silent Hill game. New Silent Hill game, Chris. What do you think? Hideo Kojima, Guillermo del Toro. I've played
2: the the free uh, trailer bit. Yeah. Yeah, I've played that already, and it's generally terrifying, really good.
1: Generally terrifying? Generally terrifying. But don't horror games generally scare the bejesus out of you anyway?
2: Oh, yeah, but this was different. (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) I'm going to have to. Have you played the original Silent Hill?
2: I have indeed.
1: You have, and in term in comparison to that one,
2: blew it out of the water. Really, yeah.
1: Wow, it sounds like this is going to be one to look forward to. Then, oh, definitely. Um, yep, um, the game is going to be directed and produced by the father of Metal Gear, Hideo, Hideo Kojima, and monster movie maestro Guillermo del Toro, and it's going to be starring The Walking Dead's Norman Reedus. Ooh, yeah on, which one was he?
2: He played Daryl Dixon, the non existing character from the books that was just generally created for the horrible TV show that is The Walking Dead. Ah. I get a lot of hit now. Bring it!
1: Hate <laughs> it! It's you're, not very, for sure. you're very competitive today, aren't you? Oh, bring it, just. Anyway, um, I'll the, battle all of you. the two have been teasing a collaboration in the works for some months, uh, with Kojima dropping pictures of himself in, uh, you know, with Pan's Labyrinth and Pacific Rim director all over Twitter. Um uh, he does do cameos in a few of his own games as well, doesn't he?
2: Ah uh, he does indeed.
1: Uh was it in Ground Zeros? He's one of the prisoners you rescue and uh I can't remember what else has he been in. Hideo Kojima cameos. If you actually know know of them or any more than the usual ones, you know, send us a pic send us a picture of it on Twitter, hashtag the geek show. Um anyway, uh
2: Hashtag Chris bring it. <laughs> and I will uh, bring it.
1: Oh, Chris. We love you.
2: I'll, I'll dance party as all. Well. <laughs> Guardians is, of the Galaxy. star.
1: Chris's dance party. Yeah. Are you gonna do the? Uh, are you gonna do the sexy moves? Of course. From Guardians. them down. The Chris Pratt sexy dance.
2: I've been dancing that way since. I was Do you know how day. many
1: people have copied that dance now? Oh, hundreds of uh, that. Kind of,
2: thousands. Thousands. Actually, thousands. thousands.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it's almost as cop. It's almost as well known right now. Uh, actually, it's not as well known as that ice bucket mm. thing. You know, the ice bucket challenge for yeah. ALS, mm-hmm. which I think is a really good cause. Yeah, and it was it, uh, it was fun watching Mark Zuckerberg do it and then challenge Bill Gates and then Ah, Bill, you're not a showman. You're not a showman at all. He just he just went off on this kind of high quality production type thing where he yeah. made this gantry with a bucket on. He's like. It doesn't work, Bill. Like
2: Ricky Gervais did it, and he was just like, oh, my
1: God. It, yes. Yeah, it, it, it's
2: cool. Uh, Bill Gates'
1: one was done in slow motion. just like, no, Bill. You're just
2: like, no. We went in the direction of you pulling a horrible face. And you, yes. And you, you didn't gratify us. So but with Ricky Gervais, he generally did this weird little scream, and he was just like, thank you. <laughs>
1: so let's say that again. Thank you. <laughs> now there's a the sound bite for you, folks. Yeah should use it as a ringtone.
2: Thank you. Or
1: maybe you just know whenever you receive a text message. You your phone text. No, no. Your phone just says thank you in that yeah, way whenever you get a
2: text message. Yeah, it's not creepy at all, is it? <laughs> just me just saying thank you.
1: You sound a bit like, um oh, Roger.
2: Shout a name.
1: Anyway, uh, Kojima and Del Toro working on Silent Hills. Um would
2: you like some LSD? I'm
1: I've I've got to be honest um I don't think it's the best title for the game. No,
2: Silent Hills.
1: I don't I don't honestly think it's the best title for the game. No. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, moving on. Um we have a pop-up apology. Oh, I see. Yeah. Ethan Zuckerman is the head of the Center for uh, Civic Media at the at MIT, and he is the guy who created the pop-up for things like... Uh, basically, the whole system mechanism for pop-up windows, which has given rise to all those adverts and spam Local and malware. Local girls in
2: your area. Yes. Uh, Do not play this yeah. game if you're under 18. That's been popping up lately for me. Yeah. And I um, just want to read a manga. And I'm like, what?
1: He wrote an essay in The Atlantic, and here's what he has to say. At the end of the day, the business model that got us funded was advertising. The model I got us acquired was analyzing users' personal homepages page, home so we could get better target ads to them. Along the way, we ended up creating one of the most hated tools in the advertiser's toolkit, the, yeah. prop, the pop-up ad. It was a way to associate an ad with the user's page without putting it directly on the page, which advertisers. Uh, which advertisers uh, worried would imply an association between their brand and the page's (coughs) content. Specifically, we came up with it when a major car company freaked out that they'd bought a banner ad on a page that celebrated um, something that I'm not going to talk about. Uh, I wrote the code to launch the window and run an ad in it. I'm sorry, our intentions were good. Uh, So Ethan Zuckerman has given a very public apology for creating pop-up ads and yeah uh, I'm happy that he uh, that he has apologized, but the damage is the damage has been done you know we have pop-up ads all over the place, even on these news websites <sighs> pop-up ads he has given a public apology. I find the funniest bit was the fact that uh, a, a major car company freaked out that they'd bought a banner ad on a page that celebrated um that. <laughs> so yeah,
3: hello, Rob. Uh, hello, hello. Hello. Oh God, I forgot we we got Chris
1: Baxter in a uh, musical number. That's why. That's no why reason. I showed you that, and not Chris. Yeah.
2: <laughs> We've almost got matching shirts.
1: Oh God, your your checker your checker buddies. Hey, I, I'm the older one. So. <laughs> up Bros. Yes. Uh, anyway, so the uh, Ethan Zuckerman, the man who created pop-up ads, has publicly apologised for the pop-up ads. Moving on, right? You guys get satire, don't you? No, you don't get it
3: in preview. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha! Funny man. Funny, funny man. You see, that was both a true state, well, a kind of statement, and a gag. Yes, it That's was. That's what you call satire. Yes, of it was. Satire. Satire. Yes, sir. yes, it was. I don't know,
1: maybe. <laughs> well, Facebook have decided that its users do not understand satire, things like the onion.
3: Oh, the onion again! It's one of these cases where people think the onion's real. Yes, the onion is not real. No, it's not.
1: Um, and so, Facebook, in an effort to combat this, um, how? What should I call it? Idiocy.
3: Yeah. Yeah, basically. Have
1: decided to apply the satire tag to any such article, like those found in the Onion,
4: <sighs>
3: so people can see. Why don't they just make a sarcasm tag as well? Yeah, my. it's ridiculous, isn't it? We've evolved to this point, have we?
1: <laughs> yes, where people need to point out something that is satirical to you, so you understand yeah. that it is satire.
3: Yeah, this is what you get for having Keith Lemon. (laughs) Come back to bite you, Britain and the world. (laughs) Yes. You give Keith Lemon a movie, this is what happens. It's, oh, yeah. uh, Don't even mention that movie to me. You you made... Mrs Brown's Boys, a massive success. You, 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 what? Me personally? Out. Yeah, you. <laughs> I was going to say, don't blame me. You're in the nearest, and you're of the same species. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nearest and of the same species. Well, I'm not going to say it to this phone or this kind of juice drink or headphones. Or oh, the mic. Oh, well, they won't really, they won't really get the reference. No, they won't.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, a Facebook representative has issued a statement uh, to us Technica saying, "We are running a small test which shows." The text satire in front of links to satirical articles in the related articles until, sorry, uh, units in newsfeed. This is because we received feedback that people wanted a clearer way to distinguish, distinguish satirical articles from others in these units.
3: Is this same sort of element, watch The Daily Show thinking it's a serious polit- news and politics show? Yes, basically. Or watch like, uh, the day-to-day and think, hmm, I mean, this, it, where does this happen? This is weird. Uh, is I can't a, remember Tesco's. Is it, it actually going to you know? come to the point where,
1: at the beginning of the Daily Show, they're going to have a warning, contain, uh, this programme may contain satire.
3: At the beginning of it. May? Yes. This, this show does contain satire. Yeah. And it's best element is is going Warning, uh,
1: it's going to have a label on it, warning, explicit satire. Yeah.
3: People be stupid and doing stuff stupid.
1: Yes, people be stupid. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, The Robot Revolution, Monster Mind. Right. (sighs) Edward Snowden, the NSA whistleblower, uh, has made loads of things public that the NSA has been up to, loads of snooping stuff, everything like that. Um, Snowden has also made uh, public... A uh, let's see a cyber def- uh, the fact that the NSA is developing a cyber defense system that would instantly and autonomously neutralize foreign cyber attacks against the US and could be used to launch retaliatory retaliatory strikes as well. Hmm. The program is called Monster Mind.
3: I think they've named it wrong. Johnny- it should be Skynet. No, it's Johnny Five. That's basically what Johnny Five was. He was a government weapon, but he wanted to read and love and be friends instead until the government got their hands in him and it became an evil monster man again. Yes. This is Johnny Five. So, yeah. Johnny Five is alive! And he's not uh, Brian from the amazing TV commercials. Confused.com. Yeah, I like Brian. Yeah. We know you like Brian.
1: You've made that very public. Yeah. Brian's nice. <laughs>
2: Who is this Brian?
1: From the Confused.com adverts. Don't know him. Anyway. Um, Outside
3: now, we, <laughs> we are having fisticuffs at dawn, boy. <laughs> Bring it! <laughs> I'll dance battle you any he'll, he'll use his jiu on you. Yeah, we call jujitsu jitsu something else in this <laughs> studio where music or radio isn't playing.
2: <laughs> Basically just judo? Yeah, so yeah. I'll I'm going to get some hate for that because it's not at all Brazilian jujitsu. It's superior. It's
3: brilliant Brazilian ninjutsu. There's a reference <laughs> for all you obscure man. Yes.
2: Fans. I only said that because I saw this uh, judo guy talking about Brazilian jiu jitsu as it being just judo. Anyway, from that segue, let's get back on the normal conversation.
1: Yes, swarming robots. 1,000 of them.
2: Swarming robots?
1: Yes. Um, a bunch of identical robots um, were programmed and. They all look alike to me. Told to take. Told to swarm into various shapes, like stars, cubes, that sort of thing. Uh, apparently, it takes up to twelve hours for them to get the message and make the shape. But That's terrible Bluetooth. Yeah, I know. And it's been inspired by biological examples. But the, that the fact that they're actually getting robots to swarm and do things, I think, is the scary part. Because yeah. you combine this with the previous article we've just gone over about Monster Mind. You give Monster Mind the ability to have swarming robots in see, retaliatory you see, you strikes.
3: Can't, you can't say Monster Mind without their the song Monster Mash just yeah. pushing the it no, It was a mash. It was Monster had, Mash. The whole day that has great been big mash. full of bad songs being stuck in my head. I want a bowl of mash. Get smash.
4: You. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. Sausages>. Yes.
3: <laughs> Waltz. Oh, yes. Yeah, anyway, we were saying. <laughs>
1: anyway, um <laughs> combine this with Monster Mind. I mean, these robots are all only about three centimetres across, so they're not very big. Say that big.
2: Baseball bats. Yeah. yeah tennis poor. rackets.
1: Against a thousand of them?
2: Yeah. I think I'll win.
3: I think just, we have a challenge there. Just get a lot of orange juice and throw it everywhere all over your flat. And the Give one, me some hockey gear. And they won't attack you. Baseball bat.
2: Why don't you just oil the and floor? tennis racket. No, because orange juice you know is tasty. What? I'll go Shaun of the Dead style, and I'll die a tip of a cricket bat.
3: And you'll probably die oh, in a bloody feud in the bottom of a pub somewhere. Me versus
2: yeah. robots, bring it.
3: And your chubby best friend will be turned oh, into a robot forever. this week, don't I? Yes, you are. You're very combative. Do you have week. a chubby best friend who's been turned into a robot? <laughs> yes, he
2: does. <laughs>
1: How <laughs>
2: <accurate>. <laughs>
1: Life and <laughs> art. It's
2: touched a soft spot.
1: Uh, are you sure it's soft? I thought it'd be turned into a robot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> art, and, art and life are smashing Cold
3: together headfirst. Headfirst in their big bloody pulp.
2: Cold-blooded.
3: Anyway, <laughs> I think
2: we are kind of taken that as far as we can. Yes, uh, last that-
1: story. We'll end, uh, we'll end on a happy note. Um, the Japanese uh, space agency is trying to get teenagers more interested in in astrophysics. And so they've turned to Hello Kitty. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> teenagers, Hello Kitty. No. Astrophysics. No. <laughs> yeah, the Japanese government has taken... Uh, Get the Batman m- on, that'll do it. Yeah, Japanese government has taken on the novel approach of a- capturing teenagers' attention by sending Hello Kitty into <laughs> space. When Hello
3: Kitty's eyes explode.
1: Go <laughs> <Call> back <laughs> to last week. week. Yeah. The, thing, the weird thing is, it actually ties in with the 40th anniversary of Hello Kitty...
3: And Total Recall. Hang on, no. What? <laughs> I was going to. I was say what? <laughs> uh, can I, hello, I'm Rob. Nice to meet you all. <laughs> so,
1: if Hello Kitty ever spoke, the last thing <laughs> the last thing I expect to hear is "Get to the
3: chopper." That wasn't in Total Recall. <laughs> Get your references right. <laughs> See what's the <boring>, Richter? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's better.
2: <laughs> and they're doing that in the Expendables, the new one. It's what? already out. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's already out. Not, yeah. Oh God. Has anyone seen the Turtles movie yet?
3: No, I'm not going to either. No. Don't. It's not it's not it's not the Turtles.
0: Don't. It's Shrek.
2: Don't do it. I saw it. I wanna take back my life.
3: It's Shrek. It's not the Turtles. And what's I... she called? Uh the actress woman. Totham. Uh, the one with the angry eyebrows. Totham. Yeah, that one. Who? Totham. She Totham.
2: To. fum.
3: Yeah, Totham. Too fum. She his I can't remember her name. She was in who the Who the hell is that? In, in
2: Megan Fox. She oh her. Yeah, tough. Is the
3: most aggressively unlikable person.
2: Constant bitch face.
3: Well, we won't say that. We'll say unlikable person. Because there was a statement issued by her quite recently where she basically said nasty words to anybody who didn't either like the Transformers because they were successful or, you know, a teenage New- ninja turtles, so please don't go to see this and make her career go away. Again, <laughs> yeah,
2: because we thought it was gone for the first time. Again,
3: yes. Uh, right. People skills be
1: bad. <laughs> People skills be bad. Okay. Before we go into the main show, just
3: a very quick thing. Uh, Rob and I were discussing this before. Um, no, 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 no. I think to preface what this show is, I have to wheel out the best DVD. Is this Kung Fu Rabbit? Yeah. Yes. Hold on. Have listened. I yes. told. Uh, g- I
1: mentioned this earlier.
3: Stalin. 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 Yee-haw! Oh, it's got too much No, it's rawhide. Rawhide. (laughs) Right. Which sounds wrong now. Fu is a fun-loving young rabbit who enjoys nothing more than cooking pancakes and practicing kung fu, but he's got a long way to go before he can match the skills of his teacher, Shifu, an elderly monkey whose small stature and white hair belie his mastery of martial arts. Guess what this villain is. (laughs) One night, Shifu is ambushed by his archenemy, Slash, an evil panda who longs to steal a magic tablet, which holds the key to unimaginable powers. Slash's plan succeeds in poisoning... Well, Slash succeeds in poisoning the old master, and he is forced to complete the rest of Fu's training through telepathy. Gravely ill, Shifu begs his student to venture from the comfort of his kitchen... To deliver the magic tablet to his daughter Penny. Determined to honour the failed master Foo. Travels the capital city only to find. It's been destroyed by Slash himself. She's been captured by Slash himself. Teaming up with the irrepressible Penny. And his psychic Biggie. <laughs> Fu himself. Finds himself on a heroic adventure. To defeat the evil panda. And save his master's Kung Fu Academy from destruction. And what is this fascinating movie called?
0: <sighs>
3: I don't know. <laughs> I only What's took on a photo of the back, but it's basically Kung Fu rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> How much of that sounds very similar to a movie we already know about? Yeah, no, it totally screams turtles, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. No, no, I was joking there. Kung Fu Panda. It's basically Kung Fu Panda. they do not even tried to disguise it.
2: Yeah. Besides, they made the panda the bad guy. Yeah.
3: yeah. They
2: well. made a
1: rabbit called Fu. The good guy. Yeah. Uh, Who just happens to like pancakes. So with that, we kind of took on the inspiration of doing a show about rip-offs. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: Now, when we were discussing this, um, Rob, we kind of uh, figured that there's like three different levels Mm -hmm. of rip-offs. There's the ones where where it's kind of jumping on the bandwagon. So something like um, Divergent jumping on the Hunger Games bandwagon, Mm -hmm. and Hunger Games basically jumped on the... Twilight Bandwagon. Oh, millions of... Actually,
2: I thought it jumped on the whole Battle Royale. <laughs> that wasn't really
1: a bandwagon. No, that was kind of a one off. It was awesome, of... but. It... it didn't really cause any, you know, stir, as make any. Uh... It was like
2: if Twilight had love session with Battle Royale, they would make the baby. That is the Hunger Games.
3: More head explosions, though. Yeah, more head explosions. Oh, of course. But,
1: uh, yeah. But Divergent, because I've had this discussion with Rob, and we had a very big argument about it. About Divergent and The Hunger Games. I think Divergent is basically a tamer version of The Hunger Games.
2: I'm assuming they turned The Hunger Games' last movie into a two-part of one as well. Yeah, they
3: have.
1: Oh, wow. Any-
2: That's not like Harry Potter or The Last Twilight.
3: Uh, anyway, we have yeah. to take a break.
1: But uh, so, yeah. that... There's, there's the bandwagon. Th- there's the copycat, which is yeah. basically
2: a straight-up copy. And then there's the socially accepted rip-off.
1: The asylum, we call it. We will <laughs> explain that <laughs> in a minute. Yes. Anyway, we are going to take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes.
2: Hi, this is Gina from Anime Picks and you're listening to the Geek Show.
3: Welcome back to the Geek Show with Geek Show Stuff and Geek Show Hour and Geek Show Towers on the internet and that. Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: uh, we're talking uh, about rip-offs today. Um, uh, Rob, what do companies like The Asylum have to gain from making like weirdly mm. uh oh, blatant rip-off movies like
3: Atlantic Rim. Uh, yeah, well, there was Atlantic Rim when the TV show for Sherlock Holmes is out there released a copy of Sherlock Holmes that had Dinosaurs and Cybermen in for some reason. And <laughs> Dinosaurs and Cybermen? Yeah, to be honest, I kind of respect the Asylum for what they are. I mean, none of the films ever even come into the territory of being good. Yeah. I think they even give bad, like, they are the worst things you will ever see. They are. They are a toilet, utter toilet. Yes. But they are very honest about the fact that they're not trying to make out. They're just trying to get some money off the back of, you know, uh, grandparents. Uh, that's giving grandparents a bad video. But people who don't really know what they are talking about going into a, what you call the DVD shop and saying, oh, that looks like that film that that lad likes. Yeah. But it's not.
1: I mean, and they just get close enough. I'm just on their website right now and... You know, The Rock, old Dwayne Johnson, is yeah. in Hercules. Yeah. They've got WWE's John Morrison in Hercules Reborn.
3: Yeah, <laughs> they don't really do actors. Uh, at the asylum. They just nope. kind of get actors that kind of look like that guy from that thing that time. <laughs> it's, it's no, it's, no, like, it's not. not. But they're like the the most. Airplane versus volcano. <laughs> not, not the, that's the thing, though. All these shark I don't know what that's like. An oh, inspiration God. from. Oh that's all from the Roger Carmen He's stuff. I
2: think. The yeah, only but, one of those type movies I like is generally Sharktopus, and only for one character, <laughs> Ralph Garman. Yeah, because it's. Uh, I swear,
1: Dean Cain Kevin's, has really Kevin's gone. Damn you, I'm <laughs> Dean Cain's really gone downhill since uh, <laughs> since Smallville. <It> wasn't Smallville. <laughs> Well hang on, which what Team came with Smallville? No it wasn't. No. No no, it was Superman uh, the Adventures, Superman of, the Earth, Superman Adventures the Earth.
2: of Superman
3: and Lois Lane. Yeah, that was it. Sorry. You've just been nerd slap, boy. Yes I have. <laughs> By the best. Yes but I have. It's not all that. I mean I don't know where you'd fit I imagine with the rip off scale, you'd put the movie movies up there with uh the Yeah. Uh, asylum ones I
2: have to give Rob A little bit of an okay With that Because he did play A cameo in Smallville He's not really an actor though He's God, not He's been an actor He was in Superman
3: Superman Smallville was never good though Oh yeah I went there
2: I went there I'll watch it still Bring it huh? Don't get <laughs> me wrong It is Bad But I'll watch it
3: <laughs> It was a teens. It was One Tree Hill With superpowers Yes Oh
2: yeah at One tree Exactly. Don't say that, man.
3: But these there's different skills. There's uh, stuff which was positive, you know, stuff that's inspired sort of a new way of telling a story or a new type of story yeah. for an audience which comes out with some genuinely good stuff. I mean, I wouldn't really say that Battle Royale and The uh, Hunger Games are too tied, really. Not as much as the internet, you know, sort of signs to it. Yeah, I think... But it's set off this whole new sort of uh, field of I guess, young adult movies which don't <coughs> pander too much yeah it actually as the characters die and it actually has nasty things happen to them and that's you could sort of call that a ripoff, but it came with it, it resulted in good stuff at the yeah end
1: of it. i mean the, the thing is uh the thing that uh, for me was purely the fact that divergent was i wa if you've never seen if you've not seen catching fire or read the books then divergent is effectively the hunger games
3: yeah only without, only the without hunger games has characters and you know divergent actors, doesn't isn't? and divergent doesn't have a story doesn't have characters doesn't have actors yes you are right
1: i'm not actually sure
3: divergent I- sucks poo poo
1: <laughs> but the thing is it's not the only one that's got uh, that's out there there's more coming of that particular type. I mean, there was a... Uh, what was that? Uh, the the immortal whatever it is. or uh, Whatever it is. The, the hollow whatever. I can't remember.
3: You really should look things up before you try to reference the them. The city, city of Bones, that was it. Oh, right, yeah. And that was yeah. effectively... Well, there was that sort of thing post-Harry Potter as well. Yeah. One, some of them were. Like, you know, magic and magic and kids and magic and we're all no, no. Yeah, that's Percy me.
1: Jackson.
2: I like which Percy is the, Which is books. the one with... They are uh, really good. <laughs> I, they are really good books.
3: Oh, yeah, but the movies are... And, and the
2: sequel books are good as well. Uh, what about the, the movies, the, though? What?
3: What about the movies? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but on that, though, the one with Nicolas Cage, I don't actually think it's that bad. Yes. Nicolas Cage and... Uh, what's he called? The guy who played Doc Ock.
1: Um... Was that the Magician's uh, the Magician's Apprentice, Spider-Man Two and Ghost yeah, yeah. Rider?
3: Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. the magician.
1: The, Those
2: two awesome films combined. Yeah, the yeah. Magician's no, Apprentice, no, but magi- Magician's awesome. Apprentice isn't that bad.
3: No, it's not. I mean, Com- it is just basically a rip off of you know Harry Potter, but America. it is.
2: But I originally thought it was a rip off of that old Fantasia moment. It, it, well, that's where the, is, is that letter as well. But that's where yeah, the title with came Nicolas from. Cage. Yeah,
1: that's where the title came from.
3: But I'm a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give <laughs> oh, me to it. <laughs> oh yeah, community references. Well
2: played. Yeah. Well yes, uh, this is another season. Yeah, the red hands are raised up in the air and they're waving. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, fun. Well, that felt nice. Uh, there's uh, there's others that
1: are exactly like the magicians, the magicians apprentice, and you know Harry Potter and stuff like that. There was that weird one where he's tra- where uh, where he's being
2: chased. Uh, Unwritten would be a good one. That graphic novel. That was which one? And written, I believe it is? Actually.
1: Yeah, that'd be an interesting one to yeah, do. Have you read that one yet? Um, I've read uh, I've heard of things about Harry, Harry Potter that. in there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, generally a really good well, read. Well, Books of Magic is what Harry Potter who wrote Potter. Uh,
2: Lucifer, you know, the one that was yeah. like based off well Sandman. They it was stole a spin-off him of, Lucifer from Sandman and yeah. then just gave but him... Well, Lucifer was always
1: a good character in Sandman.
2: Oh, he was. He was. You know. but oh, yeah. But I mean,
1: Books of Magic is effectively you know, the character of Tim in Books of Magic it is, is indeed, Harry well, Potter. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, where Harry Potter comes from. I also right, have blah, blah,
2: blah, the blah, 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 blah. novel versions of that as well. Now
3: we're out nerding Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lovely combine harvester. <laughs> I what? thought you were going to say, I've got a great, good pair of coconuts. What are we doing? Where are we? Oh, we're in movies.
2: Oh, yeah, I, I thought we were in
3: the studio. Doing the geek show, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's we're that's doing thing. the geek show.
1: Uh, all right, okay, let's, let's put those, all those. Horror, horror movies. Yes, horror movies. Why are you can't
3: talk about ripoffs without talking about horror movies? Yeah,
1: well, well, it's not just horror movies. I mean, there's loads of different types of movies and TV shows as well. No, no that have the same core no, concept. No, no. no. Horror but movies con- are the worst. For horror movies are the worst. But they, Aye, they an it also country mile. Yes, it also extends to other types of movies and also to TV shows. No, just they have the same horror core movies concept. Are the worst. <laughs> Will you just let me finish? They have the same core concept. No one's denying that horror movies are the worst. We're mm. saying they have the same core concept: movies and TV shows but they're generally okay, not considered okay, rip-offs okay. of each other. No, no, no. Hally, uh, haunted. <sighs> Put up I'll shut up.
2: Let's That's see, all said. those
1: ghost ones.
2: Spider pillow, I'm all, going in.
1: All those ghost ones <sighs> that suddenly appeared like most haunted. Yeah, but they're Derek not really, Cara t- they're and really like TV
3: that. shows. They're just shows where people are scared of their own shadows. Somebody pumped in the corner and it's no, like a c a catters. No my god, we're all home. Oh,
1: they, they, they had, had
2: exactly know, I really love I love watching women run and trip over nothing and then get stabbed to death. And horror movies, I take it. Not yeah, horror haunted. movies
1: we're going back to. <laughs> Not most haunted. Not most haunted.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm generally talking about the horror movies. Watching uh, a woman run going, Oh my God, it's terrifying. But is, that rip trip nothing, oh, is that a ripoff? over nothing. Nothing at all. Just the air. And then is, that just, is that stuff just
3: being there all, all the time? Oh, is that an, a, a Or is that a convention? Is that convention? I think that's a convention.
1: Yeah, but how many times does it have to be like a, when an, a, a lonely
3: house that contains a psychopath or... You know, please don't talk about horror movies. like you watch a lot of them. That
1: I don't uh, watch. Uh, I don't watch Really a lot doesn't of them. happen all that often. Do you know
2: how many horror movies I watch?
3: What none. Yes. Oh, you two
2: Philistines. Do you know why? Because I don't
1: like them. I'm sorry, but I got sick of watching. I used to watch horror a lot during the uh, you know during the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, and then the only scary movie the, I've seen I, I lately is that
2: Transformers them. movie that recently came out. Oh, yeah. well,
3: you're a sailor. You're doing that one. You yeah. really are a saint going on to that. Yeah.
2: Oh, I, I had no choice. Had no choice in the matter. It was being his prepared. cat forced him to. <laughs> no, no, I was on friends visiting and all of a sudden it was there.
1: Oh yeah. god. Uh, he's blaming his friends now.
3: I
2: am? Oh, <laughs> <will>. it's <laughs> your fault,
3: Josh. Is this the one that turned into a robot?
4: Yeah. Like a shot of the dead cell
3: situation, <laughs> chubby friend in the basement, he was mauled by all the I'll all, have
2: fun memories of you until that point where you made me watch Transformers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it explains why he took it to Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lost the circle is complete. Yes. Anyway, back to horror movies. Yeah, but horror movies are much more cynical like that because they are very much by the formula, by the book, and they'll all repeat the same sort of hooks, the same sort of beats, the same stories until somebody breaks that sort of trend. And And then everybody else will copy those hooks, will copy those trends, will do everything until somebody else breaks it. And it goes on and on and on and on and on like that. I mean, seriously, why why do you seriously think there has been so much zombie stuff? Yeah. Because horror movies are rip-off films at their worst. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: uh, Paranormal Activity... Uh, how many? How many things?
2: I need to keep doing that noise every time someone mentions that name. Did like, you think fun. paranormal activity uh, is the first? No, <laughs> the no, first no. To do that sort of fan footage thing. Cause no,
1: no, no. Because no, Blair Witch did it no, uh, long before that, and that wasn't the first time either. No, no, that was Cannibal just
3: Holocaust. Re-
1: I know it was Cannibal Holocaust,
3: which is not a nice movie.
1: No, it's not. Um, I was just working my way progressively back in time. Hmm. Anyway.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I don't understand why... I mean, is it just because
3: they're creatively kind of numb? Well, the found footage thing is a way to sort of make horror more Target real because people were getting sell. much more cynical to the fact that everything was an effect or the, the CG wasn't all that, you know, convincing. So with found footage, it puts the camera out of, like, a third party, you know, observing it all into a, like onto a character yeah. who's in the action... And he might not catch all the action, so you only catch a little bits here, little bits there, and it makes the tension rise. Well, that's the theory anyway. Yeah. The reality is, these films don't work, and it's just a cheap tactic. And yeah. it's. It's it, a trick. Yeah, and that's. Each film is, you know, a ripoff in the big cycle of things. None of them do anything creative, I mean.
1: I mean, Is that globally horror, uh, uh, horror in terms uh, of. Uh, global, right, a re- global industry? Re- wreck
3: is an amazing thing that happened with, you know... It might have started off as a rip-off of this yeah. trend, but it became, like, one of the best horror films like the past 15, 20 years. Yeah. So good things can come from it. It's yeah, not all toilet.
1: No-one's no, no one's denying that. I'm just saying, is this kind of uh, using conventions far too much, so so much so that they could be considered ripoffs of each other?
3: Is that a global thing? Yeah. Of course, there's different trends for different countries. I mean, take Japan horror for... a. Uh, I think there's the J-horror thing, which is huge. Yeah. The Ring, you know, there's a pale white, a pale Japanese girl with long hair doing spooky stuff. Oh, God, That was like a thing which is yeah. everywhere for about five, ten years. Yeah, it's still
1: it's still in loads of places uh, now. Nowhere near, much, nowhere near as much. Nowhere near as much, but it's still... And
3: the last one, I'm not sure what the most recent one is, because we're not really getting a lot of Japanese horror or Asian horror recently. Yeah. But the one before that was Megagore. Yeah. Uh, films like Tokyo Girl Police. Itchy the Killer. No, that's not the same. Tokyo Girl Police Itchy is... the Killer is Mega Girl? No, it's not. Is it not? You're not seeing Tokyo Girl Police. <laughs> Tokyo Girl Police is a sort of film with horrific abominations, like parts of people's bodies explode and turn into monsters... And lots of blood well, and gore. And aside from it, the
1: monsters, Itchy the Killer no, does not No, Itchy help.
3: the Killer is, is nothing I like. It's just stabby. It's it's basically an extension of sort of... You've seen Itchy the Killer yeah, where
1: he tears off someone's face, throws it against the wall and the face slides down. Yeah, it's
3: basically an extension of slasher properties there. Okay. There's nothing particularly, you know, mega gore about that. Okay. Extreme violence gore sort of thing. And there's the French, which French horror, which is just super nasty. Yeah, I've heard super... It's not nice in any way. It's not the sort of stuff that you go... Like, for me, horror is one of these things in my comfort movies. Because, you, you know, enjoy them and for what they are, and, you know, over-the-top daftness. Yeah. But French horror, it's all about absolute pit of despair suffering. Oh, God. And I don't know why the French are doing it. But there's, you know, there's martyrs as a standout film, even though I never, ever, ever, ever want to see it again. But, yeah. You know, every country has their different bits and pieces. Yeah. But... Rip offs are, you know. I'd
1: and like to fun. see more horror movies that are in the style of Tucker
3: and Dale vs. Evil. That's called comedy horror, and comedy horror is an abomination. So, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil is an abomination? <laughs> let's say mm, a thousand films are out there. Yeah. Like,
2: let's say it was that lucky, lucky squeak that got past <laughs> uh, 900 <laughs> of
3: those 1,000, yeah. 972 are toilet. Yeah. So I am fine with that. What well, Chris I- said, the lucky squeak that got through. <laughs> yes. Perfect example. All right. Um, perfect much. <laughs> <sure. laughs>
1: Sorry, that's just funny. Uh, all right. Pick the geek then. Um, your top three best or worst uh, movie or TV
2: ripoffs. Hmm. Transformers are the worst. Is that a really good rip-off, or is it just yeah, it's a rip-off of the 80s animated ones that were actually good? Okay, okay. I can go for that. There we go. That's me that, done. That's
3: worst. just that?
2: <coughs> just that? Just Transformers? I could go into depth movies, I hate, but this show would not have enough time. you are well, not necessarily
3: hating, you know, for being a rip-off.
2: I just meant rip-offs, I hate.
3: Okay, uh, let's see. I think I've got to stick with Wreck. Because uh, the Spanish horror films, Wreck, are phenomenally scary. Yeah. And to be a hardened horror fan and scared by this stuff, it's, yeah, it's invigorating. Bad end of it, every single haunted house movie of the past 15 years is the exact same thing. Yeah. Same jump scares, same characters, same resolution, same gribbly monster with stupid past. Uh, But sort of at the peak of that let's go insidious it's not the worst example but it sort of embodies everything dumb about these films yeah I agree
1: <laughs> um
3: yeah. Um, yeah, go on in
1: terms of the haunted house type movies I'd say um it wasn't so much of a rip off it had all the typical conventions but uh I quite like the others because it approached it from the other direction
3: Mm, that's not really a
1: rip-off. It's not, that's what I said, it had, it used pretty yeah, much so the same conventions. Yeah, so can't pick it, can All not. right,
3: all right, all right. Chris pick. was accurate. It's basically a rip-off of those old movies mm-hmm. and TV shows. All show. right, okay. Minor
1: rip-offs. Then I'm going to have to go with the Turtles movies. Any of them. Name, you name them, it's all the same.
3: Uh what Rip-offs uh, of the cartoon... Uh, I think it was called Withered. yeah. A rip-off of Evil Dead. I think it's Dutch, called Withered. Okay. It has the same sort of silly gar, but, you know, quite over the top and splat stick with it. Um, Actually, quite out, out quite recently on DVD, that Withered. Yeah. It. So, give that a punt.
1: Um Deep Blue Sea. Which one?
3: Hey. Uh, yeah, a, yeah, go on. I was just going to go with the first one. That's the only one I've seen. Well, it isn't the first one. Lake Placid is the same sort of dumb stuff.
1: Yeah, Lake Placid is the di- same sort of dumb Tremors
3: stuff. Tremors is a rip-off, but it's a fun one. Yeah,
1: but uh, I was just going to say, you know, they're all just rip-offs of Jaws. Hmm, yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: you know, when you get right down to it. And Jaws was a much better movie than pretty much all of them.
3: Except maybe Tremors. Except Big Jaws. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a weird reference, but okay. <laughs> okay. And
1: in terms of ripping off each other at uh, worst coronation street in eastenders and they're just as bad as each other what are they rip
3: offs of life no they're not i've said this gag before but where are these things like set on like the bury on top of a, an old bindian burial ground Bindian, belly. Bindian, It's Bindian. <laughs> it's Bindian, is it? Yeah, it was an Indian burial ground. But they didn't. We are the Bindi Bargies. They just, they just put it, they shoved it all in a bin and then, you know, kicked it in a ditch somewhere. And then Berry built a town on top of it. That's how it worked. Yeah, it's works. like
1: every single bad thing in the world happens in those places. And we've said it before. but they all surely
3: each other's family by now?
1: Yeah, there's so much inbreeding in those shows. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like uh, the last place you'd ever want to live is the ta- is uh, Midsummer, because <laughs> uh, everybody
3: dies in that place. Yeah, but it's not as bad as uh, Murder She Brought. Oh God! If you yeah, you know she turns up, people gonna die.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised people aren't fleeing town whenever
3: she's they know she's on the way. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised she hasn't picked it up either. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, Angela Lansbury's amazing British institution, but she should be sharper than that to pick up. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Isn't my arrival here causing people to die? Yes, in unexplained ways. What happened to these tainted hands of mine? <laughs> and then she starts writing children's books. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Any more from you,
1: Chris? No. Nah. Nope. Okay, we'll take a break and we'll be back in a few minutes.
0: Hi, this is Sunny Strait, and you, Lucky Devils, are listening to The Geek Show. Consider yourself very, very fortunate.
2: Hey, hey, and welcome back to The Geek Show at 104.5 CVFM Radio!
3: Please do man. Please.
2: You know, I do it every time. Yes. Every time. What do you expect from me? Do you want me to be sensible?
3: No, but every time
1: Chris welcomes back, I die a little...
2: every time (laughs) i sing on the show i make sure you all die a little more inside
1: anywho (laughs) yes video games
2: um video
1: games yes (laughs) very musical today chris have you been tuning
2: uh no i've had uh, (laughs) a lot of drinks Oh, God. I've had lots of tea before I came, and i had too much sugar, and then, and then i had all these other drinks, and then i had... It's that. your fault, dr- I had a milkshake as well. I think that did the trick, even though that's mainly for my guns.
1: Okay, stop even going any further. No, it? whisper! <laughs> I was going to confiscate the whisper. I
2: need my chocolate.
1: <laughs> right, okay, video games. Um, why aren't games that use the same mechanics considered rip-offs? So why is, say... Um, Call of Duty, not mm. considered a rip-off of Battlefield. You know, Modern Warfare. Yeah, it? which came first, none of them.
3: But it was Medal... Uh, what one? Um, yeah, but the, the, um, nobody uh, considers... Medal of them, Honor, uh, Medal of Honor.
1: Yeah. Nobody considers them a rip-off of each other, <laughs> even though they're a, effectively
3: exactly the same game. I, know, I just think there's brand loyalty with video games, and if it's not your brand, you couldn't care less. Yeah. So whether it's a rip-off or not, it just doesn't feature. I mean, really. platformers...
1: You could say that every platformer is a rip off of uh, of Donkey Kong, Nah. but how far does that go?
2: I thought Donkey Kong was a rip off of pa- uh, Popeye.
3: There's loads of
2: um, yes, yeah. they like going back
3: to the spectrum, you know.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they're not considered rip offs of each other, but they are. They are <laughs> un- underneath, you know, past all the storyline and the uh, you know the uh, visuals, everything
3: like that. Kami is a rip off of Zelda. Okami, yeah, really? Game structure. Just oh, the, yeah, the game structure is ex- the same. Exactly yeah. like Zelda.
1: Darksiders is is basically Zelda as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um uh-huh. Catherine's basically Q-Bert. It is, actually. Is that a
3: reverse Q-Bert?
1: <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> only with more sex.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't really have Q-Bert <laughs> and that sort of stuff. No. Yeah. You don't you go don't, down we, that way. No, no, we don't We don't go there. Although the internet probably has. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know why they just don't, really. I think that's it. It's just super brand loyalty. Hmm.
2: Is it just well, that? Could you repeat that again, please? Super
3: brand loyalty.
2: You say brand loyalty. Yeah. I yeah. thought you said something else.
3: Nah. Nah. I was
2: just like, what?
3: Well, what? What? Anyway. Are you having a sugar crash right now? Uh,
2: not anymore.
1: <laughs> 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 okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, so... Brand loyalty, you think, explains it all.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, people. What
1: if you're not loyal to a brand? Or what if you? No, no. I mean, the
3: the general populace. Like, I know. Say, PlayStation Four. I spent three hundred and fifty pounds on this thing. Yeah. So I have to sort of. This is my thing now. I don't want to feel like I've made the wrong decision in getting this, and it's to a lesser degree with games. Hmm. That's why you get all the fanboys, the stupid, stupid fanboys.
1: But I mean, it's like. Every single FIFA game is a rip-off of the previous FIFA I game. I say a
3: rip-off. You can't really rip-off of sports.
1: But, I mean, wouldn't it make more sense just to do something like an MMO where you just update it with patches and stuff like that? Well, that's whether...
3: basically Football Manager.
1: But, I mean, you know, but do whatever. FIFA as an MMO. So you update it with patches, everything like that. You don't <clears> need to keep buying a new version of the game
3: every year just to keep... Where's the money? ...up to date. But uh, you can't really say that. I mean... You if you evolution sub- soccer, it could be a rip off of FIFA or FIFA, a rip off of poor evolution soccer. But yeah, not but I mean, if you of did, itself, if you because it's- that's like opening a whole kind of worm. Saying like with films is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Seven a rip off of Nightmare on Elm Street One? Not really. It, it's just no. It's too complicated. That and it's just the sort of offspring of it. It's not a yeah. rip off of it.
1: Okay. Um... So the different there's a difference then, obviously, between it's, it's the between series. sequels. Uh, between sequels in a series and actual rip-offs, there's a difference, you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a distinct difference.
3: You've got to be of different series to rip it off, like Okay. Ah oh, no, uh, lots of things have ripped off the new Rayman Man now. But can Rayman Man yes. rip off old Rayman? No, it's no. the same thing. It's dumb. Right, okay. So okay. Um, a stupid Mm. Blue thing that he's a friend with. I hate that.
1: Yeah. What about uh, what about reskins then? How do they fit into this? Where you have uh, effectively this, take like the Simpsons, hitting, uh, the Simpsons Road Rage. That was basically Crazy Taxi.
3: Uh,
1: it was just okay. had the Simpsons, uh, Simpsons put over the top of it. So you were playing as Simpsons characters,
3: but I, it I was guess, yeah. I guess Chris don't engaging us. So I'm talking about Japanese RPGs. So those games, yeah.
1: Yeah, games that are reskins of other older games. I just said uh Simpsons Road Rage is a reskin of Crazy Taxi. Mm-hmm. You know, how do they fit into this whole idea of rip-offs? Is the Simpsons Road Rage then a rip-off of Crazy Taxi? Or is it considered a completely unique game in its own right? No. Catwell will elaborate. Yes. i Yes. No, I'll
2: let, I'll let the people figure it out for themselves. That's He's enough. sugar-crashed. Yes, he has. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, there's yeah. not enough Rubicon in the world to.
2: No, it's just. As rubbish as they are. <clears throat> Actually, no, I love Crazy Taxi. Best soundtrack ever. Because it has one song. No, it has several. No, oh, oh, By I, The Offspring, which are all exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> all the offspring, I love and the Offspring. And Bad
3: Religion, who are all exactly the same. Anyway. You yeah, know
2: it's just a skin on a different thing. Like, you know, the story is different. That's the only thing that makes it different. The skin and the. The story. So,
3: kind of like the Batman games? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the, the Captain America cash-in was basically Batman, Arkham, whatever it was at that point. Yeah, yeah it But was. in a Captain America skin.
2: And a shield.
3: Oh, and a shield, yeah, yeah. So,
1: does that mean then just the look of the game and the storyline that's attached uh, to it? I still
3: think they're rip but. They're trying to change it a little bit, mix it up a little bit.
2: Yeah, it's like when people copy logos or designs or characters and then slightly change it. <coughs> Guilty.
3: <laughs> I mean, look at the nineteen nineties. There wasn't the original game in the nineteen nineties. No, no, there wasn't.
2: My Dragon Ball Z characters have slightly altered the haircuts and played with the eyebrows a bit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, yamcha. <laughs>
2: yeah. I am the yamcha of the room.
3: No, no, I mean, I'm sure you've won a fight with a, a super being before.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. I was expecting some uh, a, a different answer from Chris at that point. You, you did leave that door open for him. You haven't resorted <laughs> won to baseball fight. just yet. You've won a fight with a super being, have you, Chris?
2: I've fought hit Killer several times.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're not a baseball you player. You beat yeah. hands- Back then he had both yeah. you, you beat it hands down, did you?
2: I didn't even use my yeah. hand when I just kicked him. <laughs> anyway. Choked him with my feet. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Enough of that. He liked it.
1: <laughs> Enough of that. Anyway. Um yeah. So reskins. So Rip offs or not then? In general.
2: Well yeah, because they're stealing the same gameplay as the previous games that also had a lot of love for them. The only difference is is that they've altered the look of it, that's all. Gameplay still plays the same, and that's what people love. It's like they've done that with Kingdom Hearts as the new Final Fantasy.
1: Kingdom Hearts isn't the new Final Fantasy, though. The gameplay model.
2: Yeah, it is.
1: The gameplay model?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way the gameplay is played.
1: Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts. Which one? Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2?
2: Well, yeah, the gameplay has also been translated over to the new Final Fantasy game because of the director who ran that, created the Kingdom Hearts run. And did the Final Fantasy, the recent one?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, he
3: is. Yeah, because the Kingdom Hearts was like turn based, but. No, Kingdom Star- Hearts wasn't no. turn based. No, no, no. It had turn based. It had sort of timed functions. Yeah, it functions. came into like the second and, one. And, you know, it, and sort, sort yeah. of yeah. hack and slash, and that's kind of what Final Fantasy was, third, was. I mean,
2: it was the third new person and slash mainly. exactly yeah. like that Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Just with Donald and Goofy.
3: That's basically, you know, what Final fan- Fantasy become. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And I like that. I like that about it because I enjoyed the gameplay and also the story of Kingdom Hearts, don't get me wrong, but I like that Final Fantasy just for the playability of it.
3: Okay. okay it was
2: comfortable fine. and enjoyable.
3: Terrible characters, though.
2: Donald and Goofy are awesome.
3: I wasn't talking about Kingdom Hearts. Was oh, that well no. Final Fantasy? Oh,
2: oh, well, there we go. I'll let you go with that one.
3: Okay. Kingdom Hearts characters are fine.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I mean...
4: If, hmm.
3: Yeah. I mean, take Grand Theft Auto for what? Nick. Grand Theft Auto 3? Yeah. How many games have ripped that off? You like, Utah... Oh, the it, most it, obvious one is uh, Saints Row. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean, the open
1: world thing. Well, that was become, a rip-off of Driver. It just added being really. the Could walking round bit.
3: No, because Driver was kind of chase that dude, to escape that dude.
1: That's exactly what Grand Theft Auto Three was. No, no, but was. Grand
3: Theft Auto Three added the walking around bit. That was it. it that was it the only so real It added so much difference. more to it. It was a game changer, Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah, I'm saying it took a lot of the a lot of its cues from Driver. Yeah, as we're saying, what's original? Seriously, what's original? You can't say. Well, I wouldn't say Driver was original. I it know just... what I'm saying. You can't say, oh, that. Can't be talked I mean, about in a certain way because that game was before it and did a similar. No, thing. No, I'm just saying We've that established that all games basically are ripoffs of something else. Video
1: games before. are, you know, video games development is fluid. You know, it's constantly evolving and constantly changing and using stuff that came before. You know, we all know that, and it's pretty much an accepted norm. But there's situa- what's a ripoff?
3: What influence? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's the question. What is a ripoff and what is in, what is influence? You can be influenced by something and you can, you know, pay homage to something,
3: but uh, you can have blatant rip-offs as well. Like the scene in uh, Ganges of the Galaxy, which is an homage to uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Is yep. that influence or a rip-off? That's an influence. Exactly. So You know, but know with something it.
2: like it's Sonic like he and He didn't Sink. swap it over for yeah. a, a bag of sand, did he? Yeah. No, he no. just kind of... And he didn't magnated. get chased by a giant ball, he got chased by a giant bald guy.
3: Yeah. Well, there's similarities in the sentence. <laughs> yes, there are. But I mean,
1: something like Sonic and Sega ah, All Star well,
2: did, Racing. dances his way into it.
1: Yeah. Nah.
2: Has anyone seen the new uh, Harrison Ford concept design for Star Wars? Nah. Pretty much just Blade Runner. Probably, yeah. yeah it's just yep. Blade Runner jacket on top of Han Solo's old man outfit.
3: Yeah. Does Look, he have a Zimmer frame? Have,
2: what he's he need isn't he?
1: He's broke his ankle.
3: He's like <laughs> in, bro. You're going to have a
1: lot of sitting down scenes for him.
2: Like, well, I can imagine. <laughs> mm. um, Come and get your love. <laughs> <laughs> That's created like yeah, a lot so- of
3: people who don't realise that they actually hate that music. Yeah. It's just the way it's used in that film. It's good. Yeah.
2: I love it. I love the album. I was just so excited all the way through it.
3: Because it makes you remember the film. Not that you like the music.
2: Oh, I love the music. This man. is
3: what nostalgia is. Yeah. Yeah. Nostalgia be dangerous.
2: But the thing is, I've had all those songs on my iPod for years.
3: Oh, hipster, is he?
2: I've never been a hipster. I just happen to look good.
3: You, <laughs> you, you just did the ultimate hipster move there. I've had them in my iPod for years. That is the ultimate hipster move.
2: No, it's not. It's just yes, so it a true facts.
3: See, the I only them re- re- before it was I, popular. <laughs> the at all. I'm sorry. I've always been popular before I was
1: alive. The biggest difference between Chris and Andy of Literary loitering is that Andy likes Ultravox.
2: What's an UltraBox?
1: Exactly, Andy likes old man music, as in properly likes old man music. He likes music that I even I don't like.
3: How did we get in this again?
1: Whereas Chris <laughs> has had these things on his iPod for, <laughs> for
3: years. I have.
1: <laughs> you
3: filthy hipster.
1: Anyway, games. Yeah. <laughs> yes, back to games. Uh, as I was saying, Sonic and Sega All-Star Racing is basically Mario Kart. Look at
2: these shoes. Crash
1: Nitro Kart exactly. is basically Mario Kart. Yes, yeah. Cool. You know. the pros. Wouldn't you say that those are basically rip-offs of Mario Kart, stepping on Mario Kart's toes? Well, Kart pretty stores? much
3: all Kart games are.
1: You know, they're, they're basically trying to copy Mario Kart and steal its thunder. Instead of trying to do original
3: things, I it? wish Mario Kart would try to do original things because it hasn't really been good since well, in '64. It's the same with Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, it hasn't done anything different for a long, long time. No. They I. That's where I'm trying to change my theory. You know, I say that the same. See, the series can't be a rip off of itself. Yeah, Nintendo kind of smashed that rule up, good. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> they have not tried much new. No, they haven't. That's a thing I. I mean, I love certain franchises with. I mean, uh, there's others that I wish they'd bring back. Like. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Jet Set. No, 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 uh Gemini. What was it? Jet Set Gemini. Yeah, 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 that one. That's a franchise yeah. that could be re- reuni- rejuvenated. Oh, wasn't, wasn't that to, Sega? Not, no, that was uh, Rare. Yeah. But I think it was published by. I don't know who owns it, but it's a franchise that should be rejuvenated. But it's just the stuff that's the bread and butter for Nintendo is basically rip offs of itself.
1: Yeah. I mean, they try to sad. they try to do different things with Zelda. I'll Zel- give them that. Zelda does
3: escape that, and Zelda Mario escapes that
1: sometimes, not all the time. Well, more often than not, you know. Um, it's just after so many different iterations, the DS ones don't. Yeah, after what? so many iterations and so many uh, different versions of it, Nintendo is pretty much reaching the, reaching the point where Mario is going to have to go down the Prince of Persia route and control time. Because mm. that's the only—that's the next stage. Right? Uh, it's
2: amazing that they've
3: got all these characters.
1: Is that this is where they
2: discover that actually Princess Peach and Bowser are lovers. There's, there's got to be a
1: reason why they're actually married. Really, there's
2: yeah. got to be a reason why and it really keeps the them one going who keeps, keeps it, kidnapping him. I mean, it's not Star
3: Wars. Him. There's not one woman in the whole universe. Hmm. All black man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only one black man in Star Wars as well. as left
2: there? after the prequels. I think they killed them all. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Oh, George Lucas. And your whiz. Who's <laughs> those Imperial Guard? You know, the ones with the red hoods? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I think we've wrapped this up there. Uh,
1: pick of the Geek. Yeah, pick of the Geek. Um, Top three best or worst video game rip-offs. Hmm. Anybody want to jump in
2: for that? No, I'm going to wait till everyone's done.
1: Um, I'm going to go with worst Simpsons World Rage since I mentioned it already, because uh, Crazy Taxi was a much better game by a long way. Simpsons Road Ridge just didn't work for me.
3: Well, Crazy Taxi was fine in small bursts.
2: All first-person shooters.
3: Oh, you can't say that. You don't even play them.
2: All right. The South Park was all right.
3: What, the, the uh, shooter? Yeah. Was right. this the one with the snowballs?
2: Yep. Yeah. I enjoy that.
1: Okay. Any for you, Rob? It's my mind racing. I can't really think of a thing. Can I? T- can I t- say another one, then? One, okay. Um, it's actually it's kind of a it kind of sparked a genre. Um, in terms of rip off, I'd say Streets of Rage. But everyone's uh, saying, "Oh, Streets of Rage was a copy of Double Dragon." I'm like, "Yeah, but Double Dragon was a copy of Renegade," which nobody remembers.
2: I love Streets of Rage. I got both them my the phone.
1: Thanks, sir, so, Chris. You're welcome, <laughs> <open>, guys. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, I find it weird that nobody actually remembers that Renegade existed and they actually had back on the well. back on the spectrum, uh early days of the spectrum. The um world? they actually had a Renegade three where he's fighting dinosaurs. It's like this What's one where you character ride dinosaurs fighting and, dinosaurs.
3: And, yeah. <laughs> What's the one you ride ride dinosaurs and sort of slash people up good? Turok? Nah, Turok's bad. And sixty four ones were good. No, it's like Double Dragon, sort of Streets of Rage, mold, But you've got weapons, and it's sort of, you know, in the Conan era, and I can't Oh, Golden that. Axe! That's the fella. Yeah. Have him. There, there's one.
2: Are you going to say Beast Thingies, where the guys used to transform into different beasts?
1: No, no. Uh, we don't like that one. Beast Wars. I don't well. Think
2: anyone likes Beast Wars? I know
3: it's a stretch to call it this, but Time Splitters. How because do you mean? Uh, Golden Eye was the sort of base mm-hmm. formula for, I can't remember the name of the company now. Uh, Free Radical. Yeah. What was their original thing? I can't
1: remember. Uh, I can find out if you want. My brain had
3: an idea there and it just kind of vacated it
1: halfway through. Uh, I'll find out if you want. You keep trying to think
3: of the idea. Yeah, uh, that's a tricky one. Because somehow I've confused Free Radical and. Rare. Well, Crytek, uh. F- what Free Radical are now. I well, think. they're not, they're being bought out by them. And Crytek have in turn been bought out by... By... <laughs> uh, what the call? It was Free Radical Design, wasn't it? Deep Silver. Deep Silver yeah. have bought Crytek.
1: Um, second Sight, Star Wars Battlefront, Splitters 1 and 2. Um, his, his was an
3: abomination. Yeah, and Crash Lab. I think as a sort of origin for all these cheap old rip-offs of... Oh, like super budgeted bridge, uh, rip-offs of uh, first-person shooters. Medal of Honor, the original ones, in on the PlayStation 1.
1: They were a lot more brutal with the storyline, for yeah, a start. Yeah, they
3: were very good. Was
1: um, it as uh, Road, to, Road to Hill 30? Was horrible for that. Uh, the decisions you you had to make that was set, literally sending men in your unit to their
3: deaths. Of a similar sort of cat racery type thing, which had its moment in the, the, the era, but kind of gone. It's uh, Micro Machines. Yeah. And another, I think it was PlayStation 1 title, which was basically a rip, 3D rip-off of Worms, was Hugs of War. Yeah. that's free. Um, Hogs of War actually wasn't bad. Hogs of I War was a pretty score, But it's a rip-off of Worms.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go with, because you, cause you went with uh, Medal of Honor, um, in that same mould... I think I'm gonna have to go with uh spec Ops the line as a good uh as a good f p s
3: how where's the ripoff come into that
1: the ripoff is basically the mechanics everything like that is uh what you know is basically exactly the same. The characters are basically exactly the same it's yet another middle Eastern conflict um, of the type that you see in modern warfare and battlefield ad infinitum, around that time. Okay. Only difference being, Spec Ops: The Line actually had a storyline that was really harrowing
3: mm. at times. Okay, uh, Chris, anything to add or nah. what's the one he did say? I can't remember. I
1: Can I have another one in there? Because Chris
3: is is doodling, so yeah.
1: Um, I want to add in there as a you know, in inter- because horror mo- horror games. Rip, e- rip each other off constantly.
3: Yeah, that's also almost implying that it's horror games. Eh? Hey? And they've kind of died. Yeah. Yeah, I'm coming back again, but I basically mean, the basically is, uh,
1: There was loads of games that literally just copied each other to death. Forbidden Siren copied... Whoa!
3: What? I remembered one. Cold Fear. There you go. Yeah. That was a rip-off of Resident Evil, but it was on a oil tanker that was was knackered. Yeah. And it was awesome. Again, PlayStation 1.
1: yeah. No, PlayStation 2, called Fear was it? It, wasn't Okay.
3: It. PS2. Um,
1: but there were so many games that ripped each other off in, on, during the PS2 era. Uh, Forbidden Siren uh, ripped off uh, Project Zero 2, specifically.
3: Nah, it's a big uh, three-way rip-offs there with Silent Hill.
1: Well, not just that. There was others that, that came into it. There was Clock Tower and various other things as well. Um, you know, there was loads of these horror games... I came out, and most people didn't even hear about mo- the majority of them because they just never were never popular. I should know. I've got most of them. <laughs> I might not be into <laughs> mo- uh, horror movies. <laughs> I might not be into horror movies, but I do like my horror video games. Okay. okay. Um, and loads of them just ripped each other off, but the best of that particular set of rip-offs was definitely Project Zero to Crimson Butterfly. Yeah, this is the camera one, isn't it? Yeah, with the camera obscura. Yeah. Um, partly because you didn't actually have a proper weapon. Um, partly because it was, uh, you know, it had that slightly campy, most haunted element
3: about it. You yeah, had to take it, photos it of the ghost. weapons. Have you tried to swing a 1990s camera? You would break <laughs> some of my little bad boys. <laughs> um, I needed a weapon, boy. That but partly,
1: but ma- That's like a morning yeah. star. That fella. Mainly because <laughs> of just the atmosphere <laughs> of the game. It had a much better atmosphere than all the other like copy, uh, games of exactly the same type.
3: That's a cool, pick yeah. Not as cool as Cold Fear,
1: but it's cool. Cold Fear was uh, was a decent game. I'm surprised it didn't get as popular as it. Uh, you know, what was the as one? Parasite Resident Eve. Eve that sort of, Parasite Eve was. Uh, I think Resident Evil was, a,
3: Resident Evil was a rip off of Parasite Eve, wasn't it? No, no. Resident Evil came first. Resident Evil. Well, was, Parasite Eve was much better.
1: Um I can't, I'm trying to remember what it was. Resident Evil wasn't actually the first game that was the survival horror, I think.
3: No, no, of that mode, I mean of the same time. I think Parasite Eve is the better. Parasite
1: Eve is a much better game, it's much tighter, it's much Being more work.
3: Forgotten by Time as well, which is quite tragic.
1: Parasite Eve 2 was a phenomenal game. Yeah, yeah. Anyway Enough anyway. of that jibber, jabber. Quit music jibber fool. jabber. Yes. Anyway, we are gonna take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. I hope you're doing lousy because I'm doing lousy and I don't want anybody to be happy if I'm not happy. Now get me a sandwich with maggots on it.
3: <laughs> Chris is a dirty, dirty boy for playing that. But we are the Geek Show and we uh, loves it, day. Welcome back. We are be. on the uh, review section. Now I have two. Sort of more... They've been out a little while, these releases, but they're both from uh, oh, Eureka. Paul has must out for a while. Yes. Yeah, yeah he has... Uh, the first one is... I think it's been out of bottom so and it's uh, from Massive Cinema, and it's called Ma- uh, Harold and Maud. Yeah. Uh, Harold and Maud uh, features the two titular characters. Harold is a sort of late-teens, early-twenties guy. He's very depressed, and he has a massive problem with his mother. Mm. And the way he sort of acts this out is by faking suicides around the house and in various inventive ways. When his mother does something he doesn't like, he fakes a suicide. You know, he's he's a he's a weird guy like that. Uh, and he, in his spare time, he goes to funerals. Weirdly enough, that's his that's his thing. He's a very morbid chap. Yeah. Uh, and at one of these funerals, he meets the seventy-nine-year-old Maud, who is the very antithesis of him. He is very much about. He enjoys being dead. He says. Uh, but Maud is one of the people who just seizes life to the absolute utmost uh, she possibly can. You know, if you away with everything, and she goes to places and she just drives away with a different car every time. She, she's just an uh, absolutely amazing comic creation. And this is a comedy. It's a very darkly black comic creation because of the dark comedy, for example, the first scene in the film. Uh, you, It has Harold painstakingly setting up his latest suicide jaunt, and his mother walks in and completely ignores him. And you don't know the fact that it's a gag from uh, Harold, but the fact that she just walks past him in such a nonchalant way, it's it's hilarious, but in a very horrible, dark way. Uh, And together, the two of them sort of develop a really strong friendship, as sort of opposite sides of the same coin. And as a comedy, it is absolutely outstandingly funny. There's a sequence about two-thirds of the way through where they're trying to take a tree out of the city centre and plant it, and just the interaction and absolute care-free attitude a mod has for the law establishment, it's, it's hilarious. I haven't laughed at a film like this for a long, 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 long time. But by the same token, I don't think the drama aspect of it weighs up quite as strongly I mean there's moments of you know real tender and you know provoking uh, drama when he explained the background of why they like this but the other bits and sort of when it's not being funny or it's not hitting these you know emotional peaks it's kind of lifeless and there's not really a lot to it but on the strength of the presentation that Masters of Cinema put together and on the strength of the gags this is a film which is just it's a fantastic 70s comedy. It's one of these films that you will if you've got sort of eye open to classic comedy, you will adore this. I adored this for that very same reason. So, and that's Harold and Maud and it's out on Masters of Cinema and it's been out for about a month now, so it should be pretty easy to find in both good and bad, you know, DVD stockists. And uh, that's that one. Okay.
1: Um, me next with uh, the One Piece movie collection, which is already out from Manga Entertainment.
3: First one, it's like the first four movies, isn't it? First three movies. Okay.
1: Um, there are three movies on three discs. Um, there's the original uh, One Piece: the movie, uh, One Piece: the movie two, which is uh, they've called it the Adventure Island Clock, but the back, uh, the actual title should be Clockwork Island Adventure.
3: Ah blah blah, it's all.
1: Well, no, Adventure <laughs> does, Island Clock and Clockwork Island Adventure have two very different meanings. They just,
3: it's just anagrams. They're just scattering the words about it. It's, it's no, no, no it's right?
1: engrish. Uh, and One Piece, the movie three, Chopper Kingdom, Strange Animal Island, or, or Chopper's Kingdom on the Island of Strange Animals. Um, they're very early One Piece movies, and it shows. It really does show. I mean, uh, The first two have the original crew of the Going Merry, Which is Luffy, Usopp, Sanji, Zoro, and Nami. Mm. And the very first movie is basically years. uh, The very first movie is uh, set, uh, follows the great gold pirate Wunan and his hidden treasure map. Um, Loads of pirates searching uh, for his mountain of hidden gold on a remote island and among them are Captain El Drago and his men who have taken possession of a map to that hidden island. And on their way there, they meet and decide to rob the Straw Hat Pirates, who, still lacking a cook... Oh, actually, no, yeah, Sanji's not in the first one. Uh, still lacking a cook, are close to starvation, hmm. which is one of the reasons why they get beaten. And so yeah. um, they and meet he a eats guy... And he
3: he gets strong.
1: Yeah, they, well, I think this time he eats udon. Okay,
3: that's kind of weird for him, but...
1: Um, but, yeah apparently the guys the old guys udon is very good
3: yeah
1: yeah ume yeah umai
3: <laughs> yeah
1: anyway, go on. anyway uh ume means sea ooh ooh <laughs> yeah I, Just don't. That I know some japanese yes okay go anyway on. um moving on the second movie one piece movie 2 the adven- uh, the clockwork island adventure um straw hats are enjoying a warm day at the beach uh there with their shit their ship and all their equipment and weapons are stolen, and Luffy uh, and his crew have to go in search of Merry and all their belongings, They encla- encounter the mysterious Thief Brothers, and embark on a whole new adventure, hunting things on Clockwork Island, uh, in their quest for the fabled Diamond Clock, which, again, is neither here nor there for the moment. And then Chopper's, uh, uh, Chopper's Island of Strange Animals is... Probably the more the most interesting of the three movies because it's set shortly after Chopper joins the crew. It
3: stars the early design to him.
1: Yeah, stars the early design to him before the time skip. No, uh, no, no. I mean, his very early design is quite crude. Yeah, it is, and that's what it has. And uh, it's also before the time skip as well when they changed
3: everything, made him more refined, gave him the pink no, and blue hat, really everything that. like that. I mean, like, when the characters were first introduced, the very early, early art style. Yeah, like,
1: the early art style was very was very different. It wasn't
3: uh, as refined. Then it skipped about the time of... Oh, I don't know when it was, but it was about 150 episodes in. It just become much more refined. Anyway. And that's that, that early art style. Yeah. Anyway,
1: uh, this third movie, uh, they're about to land on the island of strange animals, and then in a geezer... Uh, one of those things that shoots water up. So not just an old guy. Not just an old guy. Um, You know, knocks the ship, Chopper falls off and lands in the middle of a gathering of strange animals who are conducting a mystical ritual. Uh, According to local legend, a king will fall from the heavens and become the ruler of the island, and they think it's Chopper. Okay. So, yes. Um, But then, obviously, there are evil pirates and henchmen... Uh, Count Butler and his team of despicable henchmen, led by General Hot Dog and President Snake, searching for the very uh, for the magical horn of the fabled King of the Animals. Sure. Or Chopper's antlers, we should say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. Okay, these haven't really aged that well. No, for a start, no, they haven't hard. aged well. Um, the and the design is very old. And a little bit crude, as you've mentioned. Yeah, you yeah, know the early. Uh, the coloration is faded. The animation is nowhere near as crisp as recent episodes. I mean, it's in the six. It's in the six fifties now. The episodes, aren't they?
3: 660s. Yeah, I think it's when they came back from Sky Island that the art style yeah. started becoming. I mean,
1: this is you're talking about movie, uh, three movies that are uh, at least, at least ten years old, probably more.
3: Mm, yeah,
1: you know, it wasn't the
3: behemoth it is now? It wasn't
1: the behemoth it, it is now. These aren't, you know, actual theatrical releases. Um, it, well, they were, but they were done as double. They were generally done as double bills. The Chopper movie, for example, was done as part of a double bill with the Digimon Tamers movie, and they're all about 50-55 minutes long. So not full on theatrical re- release length, but getting there. think a double, triple episode filler arc. More like an Ovier, okay. You know that's basically how I, I would consider them movie Oviers rather than double triple double triple episode arcs. Point is that they are filler; they're pure filler. You know they have no bearing on the story; they have no impa- no impact on how things proceed afterwards. They are completely separate things, and I know that's generally the norm for anime movies, but these ones unless you are a real die hard one piece fan who wants to own everything one piece i don't think i could uh, they're interesting to watch if you're curious about one piece or if you are you know haven't seen them before but i wouldn't watch them more than once no um definitely. if you're a die hard fan of one piece then yes you'll want to own them but you know if you're just a casual one piece fan stick with the little movies you know Zed is a brilliant movie strong world was Decent. Good in, was decent enough you know um, there's better movies that come later on but uh, Zed's awesome though. it's interesting f- watching these is interesting in, in terms of seeing the progression of, how, of the movies themselves and how they act as a snapshot for the evolution of the series yeah, yeah. but that's the only real interest that I can actually uh, say for these things
3: sure that's fine that's it okay Uh, Second review for me is Rapture, which is on the Eureka Classics sub-label thing, Uh, and it's a British film shot on the coast of France, which is a weird one. Uh, It stars a young woman called... Well, the lead character is a woman called Audrey, who is quite emotionally juvenile. Uh, She doesn't really have anything in the world, so she wants to uh, create a scarecrow, uh, so, she has something that she owns in the world. And as this is happening, there's a really big rainstorm, and uh, some people who killed one of the local, uh, attacked one of the local policemen uh, running through their farmland. Uh, two of them are killed, and one escapes, takes the claws from the uh, scarecrow, and hides in the sort of attic. Uh, this emotionally juvenile uh, Audrey believes her scarecrow. To have come to life and that she created this person. And the general gist of the movie is a coming of age story from that very fragile sort of beginning point and evolving into.
2: Sorry. Technical difficulties at the Geek Show? Yeah, it's it's just
3: the next song coming through the headphones, kind of very distracting. Uh, but where was that? Yes, this is a, a coming-of-age story about Audrey coming from this very emotionally damaged place and growing up into a uh, adult, really. And it's an interesting movie. It's shot in black and white, night, black and white, and it's from the nineteen sixties. Positive side of it is the lead performance is an outstanding one. Some of the cinematography to sort of depict how confused and distracting the new world is for this woman is. It's sort of you call it a Dutch angle, which is the same angle but slightly askew, so it looks like there's something slightly off about things. That sort of is implemented imp- imp- It's used very strongly. It it creates a great effect. The sense of atmosphere is brilliant. The general and the tumble of uh, act well, actors do very well in the film. But the upshot of it is, it doesn't really have an awful lot of well substance to it. I mean that's maybe harsh, but it just doesn't have a lasting effect as something with so many like really strong raw parts should have. In the end, it's kind of it fades very quickly from memory. I mean, for what it is, it's outstanding, but it's kind of forgettable, which is a shame because the film deserves so much more than that.
4: Hmm.
3: Interesting. So that's a rapture, and it's also now from. Uh, Eureka Classics. Okay. Ah. Yes.
1: We taking a break? Yeah. Right. And we'll be back in a few minutes.
2: Hello, I am Karen Prell, an animator at Valve, and you are listening to The Geek Show.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to 104.5 CVFM. You're with The Geek Show, and we are coming up to the end of the show. We are going to be talking a little bit about animation, comics, manga, that sort of thing. Um... Why is copying such a common thing in anime, but not so much in Western cartoons? Because there's loads of anime that copy the same. They have the same art style, basically the same story, and yes, I know it's all about money, you know, but why is it more common in anime than it is in the West?
2: Because they know the target audience, they know what the fans actually will pay for.
1: But that's the point, they don't.
2: You'd be surprised.
1: Mm, No. Otherwise,
2: it'd it'd fail. The entire industry would just collapse.
1: But that's my point. The entire industry is on the verge of collapse, but they won't give up. Exactly. Because they've used this method for years.
2: And I guess it isn't working for the Japs.
1: It isn't working for them because they... I mean, the thing is, anime is a global industry now.
2: Surprisingly, yes.
1: Okay. Uh, Um, But instead of catering to a global market... They focus on the hardcore minority that live in Japan.
2: Well, of
1: course. Because, historically, that's who supported them through, like, the 80s and 90s. Uh, they maintained this... They they were the uh, stalwarts of the industry. Ah, uh, this poor sage bar mer- is
3: being whipped to death. All the I'm saying point, is...
1: All I'm saying is... Yeah, I know that's the same point over and over again.
3: Yeah, I know.
1: Look, all I I'm don't saying is... To
3: keep on saying it, that's all I'm saying.
1: Well, it needs to be said repeatedly until they listen. Anyway, enough... Um, all I'm saying is, why are they so hi- hidebound? Why can't, you know, why are they so hell-bent on producing all these copycat shows of each other? Anyone answering?
2: I'll let you, Rob, since you're the king of anime.
1: I wouldn't say I'm the king of anime. I'm asking okay. you guys, Crown do you have any Prince. ideas? Do you guys have any ideas why? I've already said mine already. Do you think that they could actually actually follow the West's suit? They should. You know, and do well, more original, great things. A
3: size thing. Japan's industry is mega huge. The West's is tiny by comparison. Mm-hmm. You can't say American cartoon is a global industry. I'm not saying that, yeah. but Japanese anime is. Hmm. And the size scale of the industries, I think, they've got a lot more to lose with anime hmm. because the industry's grown to such a huge scale. So. To take the easy option,
1: so is, it's risk management, then I suppose. I could say that there's
2: like great shows like uh, Young Justice got cancelled. Oh, was that the one
3: that they didn't like because the fans were girls?
2: The fans were girls, uh, and even the lads' ones, and uh, like it was mainly girls buying the toys and stuff like that. Like, the isn't that the same problem
1: they had with My Little Pony? The toys were being sold to not the
3: target audience,
2: yeah, but they changed it for an adult audience now haven't they slightly mm. uh, for all those bronies out there
3: I've got to say for those bronies don't you remember the original series they don't seriously obviously.
2: they do, don't obviously my little sister had it on VHS when I had the 80s Transformers yeah exactly. I do because
1: my sister used to watch it then when we were and growing hate up. Hate it more It's than a thousand ever
2: percent
3: for the small girls.
1: Yes, little, it
2: is. tiny girls. I had a little girl today coming to the store, and she went, oh, do you sell my little pony? I went, yeah, we do, and you're the first girl to ever ask. Really? Right? Like, <laughs> technically the third now, but...
3: That's not a lot. And if you were going to put a man number on that, what's that?
2: Oh, my God, it's hundreds? unbelievable. There's more men coming into the store than there is women.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's the, of the shop, but I think that's it. Really.
2: All little girls, like, there's, like, three little girls in the entire time I've worked there.
3: Jeez. That's, that's
2: quite something. That's quite disturbing. That asked about, or picked up, or brought to the counter, two brought to the counter My Little Pony stuff. The others, one, asked, it's mainly blokes just coming in going, hey, can I have some My Little Pony? The <laughs> <A> friendship <laughs> is magic. <laughs>
3: I wish they all talked like that. I, I do. do, Chris. I already
2: do. Most them do. 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 <laughs> <laughs> can't but, hear them behind the smell.
3: But, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's a matter of scale. Yeah. The Japan industry is just a, a monster. The American industry is much there was more a, specific a, than yeah, what it is.
2: There was a really good comic that came out, and it's called My Little Brony. And it's just pretty much just mocking them all. All you see is the ponies just taking yeah. loads of sparkle dust drugs, and then they go it crazy and then have an orgy... Night, and then uh, pretty much these guys have like the like demons start taking over the world and stuff like that and then all of a sudden these guys have like horse heads attached to their bodies or the other guys like have <laughs> like bodies or like literally these four dudes get these two horses, two of the dudes get the bodies, two of the dudes get the heads. And then after all this and the apocalypse is over and all the My Little Pony hype's over, they start getting into toads and they start jumping down the street like toads. Uh. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> and it is fantastic. And I, I, I specifically put grab bags. Grab bags is a thing that we do at the store. It's pound fifty. You get four comics, the middle, two mysteries. On the outside of these two specific bags that I put, two were My Little Pony on the covers. And on the other side was My Little Brony. Oh, you variants. are evil. Yeah, so you got that. what they wanted, and then to mock them on the other side, because I generally hate my little pony, I've actually watched an episode and died inside. I don't see how it is likeable in any way, shape, or form, unless you're a four-year-old little girl with pigtails who dresses in pink. Anyway, moving away from this. Yeah, moving Clearly. away
1: from this. Oh, soft topic for Chris. Yes, okay, um, so... Anime French industry is global no industry, and the, all of the copying is basically risk management. Oh, then.
2: yeah, and the guys had mohawks. Uh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That were cool <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. it's,
3: it's aggressively, man. Yes. Uh, what are jets, dude?
2: <laughs> yes. I'm
3: angry inside, man. But yeah, you release it somehow. I think that's the, the basic gist of
1: it. It's risk management, pure and simple. As far
3: as I rather saying, than it's. I just
2: kind of realised I went off on one and totally lost yeah. the plot of what everything we were it, talking about. So I apologise. That's, 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 that's
3: Cool. You had a point to make and you made it.
1: No, if the risk
2: That's your choice.
1: Yeah. Anyway, the risk management makes a lot more sense than calling them creatively dead. Well, it is uh, creatively
3: dead, it's just risk, risk management.
1: But, I mean, it's more the guys in suits making the decisions than the yeah. actual directors or producers.
3: Right. Hmm, that one piece is popular, yeah. What about fairy tale? Let's do that. Yes. That's what they all talk like, sort of a grizzled voice. <laughs> and that's how fairy tale can <laughs> to be. Grizzled looks...
1: Yorkshireman, are they? <laughs> yeah. Welcome uh,
2: to America.
1: That one piece is popular.
2: <laughs> Let's get them dubbed. Six different times, six different people.
1: No, no, no. I, I, I have the firm belief that uh, America only has. Does anyone like,
2: remember Shaman King in America? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs>
1: do you know the Do you know the scary part that, about that, though,
2: Chris? With the giant Amida Maru slash Yo?
1: No, no, no. You know the scary part. the The American dub was actually better than the
3: Japanese
2: dub. I know. I've seen it. <laughs> I know.
3: Comics, though. Jump into comics. Yes, jump into
2: comics. Um, Comics, uh, I believe the American comics is superior to manga. I believe the opposite. Story-wise? I believe the opposite. Probably for the sheer fact of because the story is never-ending. Well, the story does end, but it continues with a different story afterwards where manga keeps on going to a certain point and then it just stops... Where yeah. instead of getting another artist to take over and continue doing a different thing with different team and a different Yeah, I actually like a story
1: character. that has a start and a finish though. Yeah, as well, in, not well, so, and so much on the rip off point. That's what's I mean, right
2: there here in this Green Arrow book, which is. Volume 4. Don't read 1, 2, or 3. Yeah, volume 4. Is I, I, it, it has a start and it has an end, and then there's a new story.
1: Yeah, but I believe it's that's. It's not really uh, rip off, uh, so is it? I believe that the, uh, the actual mean? creator of the characters is the one who understands what the characters are. Not somebody who's come in after the story's finished to, you know, give their own spin on what the character is.
2: I can imagine that if it was, like, you know, a greenhorn straight from comics, but it's not. These guys are like 50s and 60s and, like, and they're doing it for years.
3: I think the greatest problem with the Western comic industry though for the superhero oh, market wrong, at there least there's some is,
2: horrendous ones
3: oh, I don't doubt that but I think the problem with the three western, and arrow one, 2, and 3 for example the, the western exactly. audience with superhero comics the problem there is there's no new superheroes no there are and Every obviously that's going to lead to rip-offs
2: oh there is it's just that they don't survive long enough I, exactly no. unless no. they generally stand out and that's very how many Batman? Th- Batman is a rip-off of the spirit yeah exactly yeah, but and, how you
1: know, many but, of them actually stand out Hmm? How many modern superheroes have stood out enough to have their own series for an extended period of time?
2: Blue Beetle. And then it got cancelled. Blue Beetle? Blue Beetle.
1: Blue Beetle's been around for decades.
2: Yes, Blue Beetle, but they Yeah, but re- you consider how old magic- superheroes are. That's pretty yeah, new. but they remade it as a, like, a technical alien suit that like fused with its Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoyed saying that. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> And that was the new Blue Beetle, so uh, in the universe instead of just a guy in a technical suit, which is pretty much like a rich Batman of a Blue who joined up with like you know Buster Gold. And guess what? This new Beetle Beetle also joined up with Buster Gold.
3: Okay. <laughs> I don't think, outside of com- like superhero though. I don't think there's much copy in our rip off really. It's really quite yeah. open and
2: well, Alan Moore likes to Alan, Alan Moore likes to do it, doesn't he like with the uh, Watchmen. Well, yeah. Alan Moore like, is the Wall Rorschach, the Question. Yeah, uh, well, Alan Moore, whatever a name was, or, uh, Silk Spectre, Black Canary, he's clearly talented. Yeah, but he's the Owl most Man, miserable human being in the universe. Doctor Man Manhattan,
1: DC. Captain Atom, yeah, you know,
2: I don't think
3: he likes anything. Alan Moore, he just hates everybody. Oh no, everybody. he
2: hates DC now because he said once they the stop printing this book, they'll he has the rights to the characters and everything. And DC went, okay, let's continue to reprint this forever. Well, And you yeah. never got those characters back. And then the before Watchmen came out where they talked about like all the older characters and then just spin us of the originals.
3: Well, it wasn't an original creation, was it, from no, an Alamowe really. with the Watchmen? There were old characters.
2: Just recycled old characters from DC. All he did was, you know, give it's them a the story. It's not the first time DC's done this. There's another one it, which is fantastic and I've forgotten the title of it, which I'm quite disappointed in myself for.
3: Yeah! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pick up the gig, then. Favorite comic or. Uh, cartoon ripoffs are oh, the worst. Rip-offs. Um.
2: Well, obviously there's Green Arrow and Hawkeye.
3: Hawkeye's better.
2: Well, judging on the Matt
3: Fraction stuff,
2: is this in the recent books that we've currently read? Yeah, Matt Fraction. Then yeah, then Hawkeye is, is, is a superior car- story. Yeah. yeah. Uh. All right. What else? But they are basically...
1: Well, historically, zen, Hawkeye has only been really a, a, a B-supporting character, right. but then again, which is why he reg- went from the main Avengers to Avengers West Coast.
2: Has anyone read... Uh, sorry, has anyone watched... Uh, it's not the regular... It, it's like... Oh, it's like the spider character... Uh the Adventure Brothers, has anyone seen that? The Adventure Brothers, that Sounds yes. familiar. Yeah, yeah, uh, pretty much there's a, a Spider-Man type character in there. So instead of spinning webs out of his hands, he has loads of eyes and he shoots it out of his booty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
3: technically tr- accurate.
2: And then there's the Phantom Limbs. Yes. He, he literally is dressed like the Phantom. Yep. From, from the comics, yeah. There's all sorts. It goes into different medias all over the place. It's, it's crazy. But since we're in Pick of the Geek, I should really get back into it. So we've already talked about Hawkeye.
3: Yeah, yeah. What about you, Rob? Um, Cartoons as well, not just, you know, comics. What was the question? Well, Favourite or worst? You rip-offs in comics?
1: Favourite or, uh, favorite or wor- worst rip-offs? I've just finished watching one that's a blatant rip-off. Uh, this uh, Gundam Build Fighters that was out, uh, I think it was earlier on this year or hmm. last year. Um, and it's it's like the boys' version of Angelic layer Anyone who hasn't seen that, you know, noticed the connection between the two of them, ne- really needs to you know, uh, especially if they've seen them.
2: Yeah. Um, Fables and Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time is rip-off of the comics Fables. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Fables did almost get turned into a TV show. Sadly, it got turned down. It would be perfect for a TV show. Instead, they yeah. chose Once Upon a Time, and the guys even admitted, "Well, yeah, we were kind of inspired by this guy, but we didn't steal his idea. No, you just changed it slightly and just stuck in one town and all sorts of stuff. No. Yeah. Should have went with Fables all the way. Yeah, well, it's rich, yeah Without a doubt.
3: Much richer, purse.
2: So much decent source material to work from as well. That yeah.
3: one, so Rankin.
2: But then again, it's owned by ABC, isn't it? Yeah. And ABC is owned by Disney and disney own Marvel. And yeah, yeah. Totally. That means yeah. guess well, who's the new character in Once Upon a Time? The frozen. Day. Let it go. Yes, it, please let it go.
3: Busso Rankin, blatant copy of Bleach. Which is a blatant copy of Yu Yu Show. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's all a big cycle. Of, yeah, it's all that big
1: cycle. Yu Yu
3: Show is the best of them all, easily. Yeah, of, of course. Quite a long way. I don't um, a little bit of Inuyasha in there as well
1: Yeah Well, Inuyasha is uh, kind of off on its own Doing its own thing It has been for a long time
2: I hate
1: Inuyasha I like The that. anime, yeah, fair enough The anime oh, yeah, the, just... the anime wasn't that great But the manga was good
2: Okay, that's fair enough That's fair enough. Um,
1: Don't get me
2: wrong I read it all the way through Watched it all the way through it Just triple
1: The problem is there's so many copies Of copies of copies that I've seen And Yeah <laughs> There's too many to name Oh, God. Okay, just wrapping up then. Okay. Um, is it the hip? Ha, the hip? The hip, it? I thought we were wrapping. Oh, there's one recently. Uh, Strike the Blood. A recent one. Which is a blatant copy of uh, Toaru Majutsu no Index. Or A Certain Magical Index. It's a blatant copy of A Certain Magical Index. Not In, heard of either of them. It's, nope. it's an anime know. series. It, it's, you know, they're both like 25, 20, 24 to 26 episodes long. And there, oh, look, you have Academy City, where the main character of a certain magical index goes. And he has, like, this l- right hand that nullifies basically any type of magic. You know, any type of force, any type of magic, everything like that's that. That's
2: kind of like that Met and Kai thing that's going on at the moment. I read that, but it's too much... Oh, what's it, fan service? Yeah.
1: And then you have, in Strike the Blood, oh, look, it's a science-based city, colony-type thing for demons and pe- magical beings. Yep. Um, anyway, and he is, like, the fourth in... Im- so,
3: stop and rob right there. Whatever. Shows, is anyway, show's over. Yeah. Show's over. We've been The Geek Show. We talk about, you know, ripoffs. You can get loads more reviews, bits, pieces on our website at thegeekshow.co.uk. You can follow us on Facebook or on Twitter by yes. TGS underscore The Geek Show. And uh actually... Has been- Chris. Battle Chris, yes.
1: Yeah, Battle Chris. He beat Bring Vegeta it. once.
3: I did. Uh, and uh <laughs> over now, is, that, is that is that what it's called though, is it? <laughs> Vegeta. We have been the geek show. Sure. I have been uh, Rob, thank you. I've been
1: Rob. I've been Paul. Okay, we'll see you all next week.
0: See you guys. Bye. Bye.